Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Just Be podcast with me, Kaylee. And I just wanted to start this off with today is going to be a topic of conversation about art, museums. Uh, I recently went to a museum. I was super inspired. I found a ton of like inspiration, a little bit of like this like liberating feeling after leaving the museum. And I just wanted to like talk about museums and how kind of related to just being a woman and looking at art and you know kind of kind of like looking at art as history and how throughout history women's bodies are plucked 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 and everybody is kind of trying to create a, like a trend out of it it's it's odd and I just wanted to make that, like, the topic of conversation today. I have so much stuff that I feel like I want to talk about on this podcast. Um, and I kind of wanted to start on, like, I don't know, something going on in my life right now that I thought was pretty interesting. And I didn't want to start too heavy. Didn't want to start too light. You know, didn't want to talk about something super stupid. Also, didn't want to talk about something, like, super, super crazy, like, heavy. Um, to kind of like enter into the podcast. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be the second podcast. The first one was literally just an introduction. And I don't know. This is exciting stuff. I first kind of want to talk about me recently. I don't know. I feel like this is kind of cool. Um, I just came from a yoga class and I kind of want to like start every thing just like kind of talking about what's going on in my life right now. Um, I don't know, in case anyone's wondering, and I don't know, it's kind of fun. It's a good way to get to know me, too. Um, I just came from a yoga class. Um, Sylvia, my girl, I love her so much. She's the yoga teacher here at Fordham, and I'm literally obsessed with her. Like, she's one of my favorite people in the entire world. She gives me so much comfort. There's also another yoga teacher here. Um, but my mom is a yoga teacher, which I mentioned in the first podcast, I think, and a lot of you guys know... But um, I found so much comfort going to Sylvia's yoga classes, especially in the beginning of the school year, getting acclimated to a new space and trying to figure out your place in a new place or university or wherever you are. Um, Finding kind of like a mother figure who also loves yoga and has so much cool insight to share, who has kind of a different style than my mom. Like, it made me more excited about yoga gave me kind of a new perspective on it um gave me new reasons to go it was really comforting and I love it so um towards the end of the semester I totally did get a little lazy and I stopped going as much shame on me but this semester I am going to try to at least go two days a week I'm honestly thinking about switching around my schedule so I can go to her restorative class she has a restorative class on 8 a.m. on Wednesdays. Wednesdays I have completely free and I decided basically with the job that I do on campus I can like curate my schedule which is literally so amazing Um, and my thought process was hey Kaylee like if obviously I also didn't have like the classes schedule yet when I was making it but um I was like oh you know what why don't we on Wednesdays so we wake up early and we're not like slacking around and we don't use not like being able to being able to sleep in on Wednesday I didn't want to use that as an excuse to stay up late on Tuesdays I wanted to keep in a schedule because 
I do 8.30s every day. I didn't want to, like, have that break in the middle of the week be like, okay, let's be lazy. Like, no, let's be productive. Let's get up. So I scheduled a, like, from 7 to 9.30 to work. And then so I'd be up. I'd, I can go to the gym at 9.30, get my morning rolling. And um, I think I literally need to go to her restorative class. I'm a big fan of yin. Love yin, love restorative. Like, um actually in the beginning of my yoga like journey I would say I hated flows I've grown to love them because I learned a lot about like your breath and why it's so important to do yoga flows because it's all about your breath and it really keeps you in touch with your breath and all that but let me tell you in the beginning I was like very into lifting and all I had known was lifting or sports right And I've done yoga, like, a little bit throughout my life, but I really got into it when I was just on, like, a full-fledged health journey, which, of course, started, like, heavily with lifting. And I was like, this is my time to relax and stretch. I don't really want to, I don't want to hit chest and then do chaturanga 50 times. Like, sorry, I don't. And, um, (laughs) I mean, it's true. I feel like a lot of people go through that. And so I found a total and complete love for yoga nidra, um, restorative, yin. I'm obsessed with them. Ask my mom, like, when I tell you, like, I don't love, like, I don't like Pilates at all. Also, I've only gone to one Pilates class. I can't even say that. I would like to try, like, the Pilates where you're on that, like, moving surface. I think I love that. But, um, yeah, I don't know why I went off on this tangent, but, you know, just came from yoga. I'm feeling very zen. Um, yesterday, I actually recorded this podcast, um, <laughs> and I absolutely hated it. I actually hated recording it, too, um, because I was talking so fucking fast. I literally could not catch my breath. It was painful. <laughs> so, like, I literally was like, okay, Kaylee, you're going to sit down. You're going to record this. You're going to talk like a normal human being. You're going to make it more relaxed. You just came from a yoga class. Let's, like, unwind a little bit. You know, let's not be a crazy person. So we're going to talk at a normal speed today, and we're going to get into this little museum talk that we're going to talk about today. Um, I guess I'll start with my background with going to museums. I have gone to two art museums, and I've been to a bunch of, like, history museums, uh, like, like more historical catered museums, which we'll get to the association between art and history at a point in this podcast today, but um, anyone who's gone to, like, a art museum versus, like, a historical museum, there's a very different vibe going on in the two, and I found my love for more art-catered museums when I went to DC by myself. We're going to do a little story time intervention here. And um, so, yeah, let's like talk about when I went to DC by myself, because that's when I first started. I went to my first art museum. I explored all the Smithsonian museums. And let's just say that trip was literally the best experience of my entire life. (laughs) Like first day, um well first off I went by myself it was spring break senior year and I work very hard for my own money uh I don't like asking my parents for money 
uh and yeah i was like fuck it you know i have a good amount of money right now i would really like to go somewhere for spring break and i'm a very very independent person that's just me like I used to go on weekends to Boston, Cambridge. I'd go to like the garment district and go to a cute coffee shop and like do some thrifting and coffee. And then I would like other weekends I'd go to Nirvana and I would spend the day in Hyannis or whatever when I was back home on the Cape. And I just love doing day trips by myself. I love it. So I was like, you know what, Kaylee, you spent the entire year doing day trips by yourself you don't need to do this crazy, like, spring break trip, like, whatever, whatever, like, you're a senior in high school, do something for yourself, you know, like, I feel like a lot of people think of, you know, you have to do this, like, thing on spring break that everyone else does, you don't, you just don't, and I urge you not to, because I had the best time of my life in DC, I was completely by myself, and, um, All I did was check out monuments on the first day. The first day was actually Easter, and I did not think about that until I got to D.C., and I was like, oh, my phone's about to die, first off. Let's walk around a city that you've never been to with no phone. That's fun. Um, I literally went into a Starbucks. I was like, hey, can you take my phone and charge it? And they were like, thank God they said yes. I mean, seriously. They grabbed my phone, took that shit, I sat there with my little latte. I people watched for about 45 minutes and grabbed my phone and went on with my day. And I took that day, Easter, super awesome day. Um, I walked around the entire city. People say it's not a walkable city. It totally is. Um, and I went to all the, mu- not the museums. Nope. Backtrack. I went to all the monuments this day. I went to like Lincoln Memorial, Washington, like all the shit that you do when you go to DC, you want to see all the, I literally think I saw every single monument that you could possibly see. I mean, think about it. I spent an entire day walking around. Like as soon as I hit the ground, I dropped my stuff off at my hotel, couldn't check until four. And I spent the entire day walking around in Converse, not even going to lie. I got fucking shin splints that day. Well, the entire weekend, I just walked around miles on miles on miles in Converse. So I didn't take one Uber the entire time, (laughs) but, um, so I did that the first day. Second day was museum day, and I had never been to a place. I live close to Boston, and there are beautiful museums in Boston, but it's just never something that I did. So when I went to D.C., it was totally, like, just my introduction to museums in total, and I got to experience some of the most amazing things ever um first I went into the American history I think it was and then like I don't know I'm kind of thinking about the there's like a um African-American history oh my gosh there's so many I don't even know which ones I went into if I'm being completely honest but those were super cool right like I I liked them but then I hit the art museum and spent literally six hours in that hole like I didn't know how long you could spend in a museum because I'd never like experienced anything like an art museum I'd never gone to the Met before that or anything holy shit the most amazing experience of my life I walked out of there I felt like a new human being I was so grateful to have witnessed everything that I did and at that moment 
I had to really like kind of backtrack and realize the association that I had been making with myself my entire life, which is that I don't like art, which is so weird, okay? And I'm going to explain like why, (laughs) Um, but this is something I'm probably going to talk about a lot because I think it's like super important and relevant to my life right now, especially as soon as I got into college, I said to myself that I was going to retire my perfectionism. Um, I'm over it. <laughs> Let's just like lay that out there. I'm a hundred thousand million percent a recovering perfectionist. And it's super hard and it's so awful to have to rewire your brain. But because of this, I had always kind of told myself that I'm not creative. And I also just, for some reason, created this, like, vendetta against art. I hated it. Because any time I would try to make art, I would be like, I would have this idea in my brain. And I would put my pen to the paper. And I would try to execute it. And it wouldn't be how I imagined it in my brain. And I'd crumple it up and I'd throw it away. And then I'd try it again and again and again and again. And it would never be perfect or whatever the fuck that means right like because art is subjective it does not need to be perfect there's a reason why there's abstract art you know everyone has an eye for something else everyone has like a taste of creativity that itches their brain in the right way and maybe drawing didn't necessarily scratch that itch right but why did my lack of being able to like draw right because in my brain that's what I immediately associate with art for some reason like I don't know like painting would have probably been really therapeutic for me or coloring or you know something along those lines like in times of anxious feelings like probably would have made me feel a little bit better but instead I decided to just keep telling myself my entire life that I didn't like art which is just not true I've realized (laughs) um because then I visited this art museum and for some reason I was like, oh, I'm going to love the American history one. I'm going to love like this history one and this history one because I love history. And this isn't really something that I talked about in my last podcast. For some reason, I never brought up that I literally, I'm technically a political science major right now, love history, love international politics, very passionate about that, that intellectually stimulates me. Um... But, yeah, so I, like, had this idea that I was, like, going to love those museums, and I didn't, really. They felt very, like, childish, like, catered for children. They were super cool. I saw a lot of cool things, but I didn't spend hours in there. I spent probably an hour in each of those museums, and I walked around, I did the thing, you know, whatever. But I literally learned that I loved the art museum so much because I had never explored how art correlates with history and I never made that correlation even though it's a thousand million percent there so that's kind of that and after that trip to DC which was just like so amazing for so many reasons I mean I spent the entire oh and then of course I need to shout out Will Will Baker if you're watching he's literally been so supportive he's always like types of my stories and whatever about um my podcast love you will if you're watching this but um he and then he showed me around georgetown and it was like the most fun experience ever and like i anyway in that trip 
I learned so much about myself. I think I think I would say 2022, I learned how to spend time with myself, which was just like so cool. It was so awesome to be able to just like, I don't know. I love just, I literally love spending time with myself now, which is like just so cool and awesome that I can sit here and have conversations and feel confident in what I'm like telling you guys and feel like I'm spreading a good word and I feel like a lot of girls especially we always are like constantly apologizing for what we say and we're constantly maybe getting mansplained things and feeling like what we're saying and the space we're taking up isn't enough and I have gotten to a point where I finally feel like I can spend time by myself. So that trip taught me so much. And it was truly a ton of time to journal, reflect, look around. I got to just like hang out in like an empty hotel room and like just sit there and journal and read. And what was I reading at the time? I was reading Little Fires Everywhere. And I just like, I love that trip. I love reflecting on it because to kind of go back to the art thing, I like learned that about myself. I was like, I really do appreciate art. And it was just so cool. So that was that. That's how I got like introduced to realizing that I don't actually hate art. And I just thought I hated art because I felt like I wasn't creative. And if you feel this way, I just wanted to say, go check out a museum and also channel your creativity in a different way that may be different than what your friend how your friends channel their creativity or whatever I have a ton of friends that are so talented in art like I'm just thinking about like Colleen Kate like Olivia Marley I have so many awesome friends and and Casey McGowan I'm gonna shout her out again for making my like cover art so awesome I have so many people in my life that I love and that are so wonderful at drawing and art and painting but that's not me you know and that might not be you and it's so important to channel your creativity a different way and for me this is how I'm doing it I'm making a fucking podcast because I love talking and for so many years I was told that I'm loud and I talk too much and this and that and I'm here to tell you that take up space take fucking space up and like as a woman it is so hard especially when you're brought down by other women who want to silence you and it is it's an awful feeling and I want you to know that it's time for you to channel your creativity and channel all the things that are wonderful about you that you find wonderful about you and do not let anyone tell you otherwise and make you feel like shit about things that are just you. So I'm now taking my creativity and I'm channeling the wonderful parts about me. The fact that I feel confident in what I can say and how I can speak freely without having to worry about what other people think about me. I'm channeling that and that's my form of creativity. And I love that about myself. And anyway, I think that is very fitting for the conversation that I'm going to start about how I went into the Met. And I felt this feeling of liberation as I was looking at all the art and the sculpture of the women um, in the museum and how 
it correlated with how we portray women throughout history and how it still is relevant to today. Obviously, what I kind of just touched on was a lot about how you present yourself, right? And obviously, how you present yourself and your energy is much more important than how you present yourself physically, right? But that is not to say that I have not, I'm not sound and we don't all think about how our bodies look and it's not like we don't all watch trends, people's bodies, women's bodies trending online and how strange that is. And I'm here to just talk about today a little bit about the more physical stuff that I feel like every single woman, no matter if you really have a lot of body image issues or anything, I feel like my main message that I want to get across by this like storytelling of me kind of feeling liberated when I went to the Met and feeling finally like comfortable in my own body and all of that sorts is that I just want like I want the overarching message to be it's not that fucking serious. And I'm going to expand on that, but that is the message that I'm going to give because I've talked about this a, a lot, I feel like, with my friends. And I always say, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so when someone sits me down and looks at me in the eyes and just goes, please breathe, it's not that serious, that means everything to me. That means everything to me because in my brain, everything is that serious right it's impossible for me to say to myself in the midst of something that I want to be perfect at "Eh, eh, it's fine it's not that serious because in my brain it is so when someone else does that it's so comforting and I'm here to tell you that the way your body looks is not that serious and I'm gonna kind of go into the fact that I went to the Greek and Roman architecture portion, which I had seen a lot of that when I went to the art museum, but I think I was very overwhelmed. I'm talking about the one in DC. Um, I was very overwhelmed by the fact that I had never been to an art museum and I had so much on my mind. But at the end of the day, this time, I was like, I really, I was just be bopping around. That's been the name of the game since I've gone to New York. I mean, I feel like all I do is be bop around. Um, <laughs> but I anyway I went to the Met and I kind of just was like I had a few areas I wanted to hit because it's impossible in one day to see it all at the Met and I was like I definitely want to see the Greek and Roman architecture I love it I knew that I liked that from when I went to the art museum in DC and I also wanted to hit the Arab art because I'm also I don't know if I mentioned this I am minoring in Arabic at school and so I wanted to kind of get acclimated to that a little bit and kind of see what Arab art was like and I don't know see how wonderful it was and it was wonderful I saw so many beautiful pieces of art um but I also was looking at the more like early renaissance Venetian I don't even know if I'm saying that right fuck like who I, I don't know I'm new to this guys don't hate me for saying things wrong but I was also looking at like all that too and that was kind of like a lot of the more sexualized sculptures and photos of women. I was like, this is so funny to look at from a modern day perspective because even from like, if, if you look at, I was born in 2004 
And if you look at 2004 to 2023, oh my god, I'm almost 20. Holy shit. Oh my god. Ew. Um, but <laughs> if you look at that, we've seen so many women like ways that women's bodies have trended throughout the years. In the 2000s, like you know, it was all about having that stick thin body that and you could only wear low-rise jeans and like everything was so centered around having that like thin 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 figure right 2016 rolls around and it's all about having like the slim thick slim thick figure and you wanted those huge tits and that huge ass and like everything was about that and now it's like (laughs) okay well here's the thing we're not going to shun you for wearing low rise we're also not going to shun you for wearing high rise but you know we're still gonna need you to have a big butt we're still gonna need you to have a flat tummy and it's like whoa all right so in my short time of being on the earth i would say so far we've already witnessed all of those you know trends in women's bodies and now i'm looking at this sculpture of beautiful aphrodite in front of me and i'm like holy shit she doesn't uh, like if you look at uh, like the sculptures of her absolutely beautiful right but like she doesn't necessarily exactly correlate to the body standard that we see and she was literally the like figure like the symbol of love and like fertility and all that shit and it just made me like i'm I'm thinking of like these greek and roman architecture because obviously it's like a ton of like just fucking naked people and shit but like i'm just sitting here and i'm like holy shit kaylee you know you spent so much of your life worried about what your body looked like because the society and men and you know implicit patriarchal uh like views brought you to think that you couldn't have a little bit of a tummy or your arms had to you had to see your bones in your arms and you had to see your ribs and you had to have you know that huge ass and like perfectly round fucking porn star tits like let's be real guys for a second like that's a lot getting pushed on you from literally the time that you know you start consuming media let's say i probably did in like third fourth grade right so by the time you start consuming media this is all running through your brain no wonder people have eating disorders and also i wanted to touch on the fact that like in the last uh podcast i was like i just like never want my sisters to experience that i don't want fucking anyone to and like eating disorders in men are a whole different topic of conversation that like perhaps you know i i would like to talk to and maybe have like someone talk about it with me on this podcast like that's a whole different beast you know and I I just wanted to mention that right now we're talking about women and feminism and kind of like liberation looking at all these photos throughout the years of women and how these sex symbols are like sitting right in front of us all throughout the years but when you don't have that opportunity to see this art and no one's under like telling you you know, why don't you look at these beautiful women in the early Renaissance era who, you know, 
were depicted as like real women who friggin had normal flaws that you know you get after you go through puberty like you know it's so strange that like our society glorifies this kind of like weirdly prepubescent girl like as the beauty standard like they you expect you're expected to be like a fucking hairless cat and you're expected to have these totally perky boobs and like um you can't have stretch marks right because stretch marks are gross it's like you can't have a little bit of a tummy because you know you're obese at that point right like it's fucking insane like the things that run through your head you know like this is like these are this is the thing that's running through my head right whenever my body fluctuates or my body changes like a normal human being that i am you know i'm a woman right like i'm i'm not a little girl anymore i'm not gonna have you know this weirdly glorified body that society wants from me i'm not i'm not and it was so awesome to look at how these women were being depicted in you know these different er time eras because we can look back at this kind of like fluctuating beauty standard of women and even though like we're kind of never set free from a beauty standard because even in like the early renaissance and venetian era and all that shit like there's still a beauty standard for women and this is what's being depicted there and like aphrodite was depicted as like the way she is and she was the goddess of love like you know and so if your body didn't like like aphrodite's then perhaps you were super insecure about it at the time like who knows i'm not in their shoes but what i can tell you is that it didn't make me feel better you know because i saw a specific body right because let's let's be real Aphrodite, these women being depicted in the early Venetian, I mean, it's not that big of a, like, we're, we're not talking about an insane body inclusivity here, and, I mean, the ideals have stayed pretty stagnant, but not nearly to, I mean, it, we can nitpick, and we can find very much differences throughout the years, and of how women have been depicted through history, and I don't know, I don't know. It just felt very great to be, like, sitting here in the middle of a museum, kind of just be bopping around. And my immediate thought that I was that, oh, my God. So I spent so much time worrying about what my, my body looked like and hurting my body and making it unhealthy because I was trying to achieve this body standard that's only going to be in trend for two years fuck that fuck that literally fuck that so looking at the history seeing how body standards have fluctuated throughout the years made me feel so good because i'm sitting here and i'm like okay like let's let's be real here i have my boobs are fucking huge i have no butt i have a little bit of a belly my legs are disproportionate to the rest of my body. I'm sitting here like, obviously I can nitpick. At the end of the day, I still, I'm, I know, I don't think, I know I'm beautiful. And I know that I'm going to find someone one day that will think that 
everything, my flaws in everything, within, physically, whatever, is beautiful and sexy and you will too. And like, just like, do not let what society deems as beautiful this year tell you what the fuck you're gonna do with your body. And do not let anyone dictate how your health is gonna be um, and put in these gross toxic thoughts about your body because they're insecure and that is something that is so hard to grasp because again I'm gonna circle back as women we apologize for everything you know we think that we're at fault because that's how we're programmed to think it's not your fault for thinking the way you do for doing the things you do it's society and the patriarchy and the way that we are taught to present ourselves and to assert ourselves and in in every semblance right it's not just physically it's also um in a more inner way right it's in it's in every single sense we're told how to present ourselves and i'm just here to tell you fuck that fuck that standard and i want you to go appreciate some art and I want you to just go look at the different bodies throughout time and see how what has been sexualized has changed throughout the years. And I want you to just think about what you look like and think about how fucking stupid it is that we put so much emphasis on the core and on our bum and on our fucking boobs that are meant to just feed your children. Like, fuck that. Be healthy eat food that nourishes your body and your soul and be happy do things that are fun live a little don't make everything too serious and just fuck that standard fuck that body standard that you're condemning yourself to listening to and go look at some art and i'm I'm gonna actually tell you in case you don't have access to museums near you I'm going to give you guys some resources if you want to look. Like I mentioned before, I also went to the MoMA this past weekend, and it was also wonderful because you got to see more, like, modern feminist art, and um, so if you kind of just Google, like, feminism and art or something like that, MoMA is actually the first thing that pops up. Also, another thing that I actually Googled before I made this podcast was if you look up artsandculture.google.com, there's like they have this awesome user gallery of like representation of women in art throughout the ages that one is awesome too and even you don't need to go to a museum i'm not telling you you got to go travel to a museum do i think you totally should especially if you're like me and you like have this weird vendetta against art and you don't think you like it because weird things because you're a perfectionist fuck that shit go to an art museum enjoy the history break that association between like art and history let them meld like they do and go appreciate the art and even if you can't get your little typer fingers on instead of watching youtube tonight look up some art look up some art look up some feminist art throughout the decades just feel like a woman and just embrace it and embrace all of your imperfections and just do your thing and i'm gonna stop here because i'm babbling now and it's fucking stupid because that's just what i do 
that's what this entire podcast is going to be, just me babbling, so get used to it, but yeah, I hope that you guys got something out of this, I know I did, I had so much fun traveling to the museum, um, and I'm so happy that this little thought came in my head, because I like this little, I like this little podcast tangent we went on about, like, women in art, and how wonderful I felt when I walked out of that museum, because I realized that it's really not that deep, you know, and for a perfectionist like me, hearing that, and being able to say that to myself, about my body, about how I present myself, and embracing just who I am as a whole, that shit feels awesome, (laughs) and I'm here to tell you that however you get there, maybe you're not a recovering perfectionist, and hearing it's not that deep in a lot of different senses isn't gonna help you out a lot in like the work sense because you're like oh shit that's gonna make me lazy you don't tell me that Kaylee I think every woman should hear that in the sense of body image I think even if you don't go through body image issues you should still hear that I think it's you know it's important because everyone has weird innate you know nitpicks about their body and I'm here to tell you that it's not that deep when it comes to that but hey still do your homework you know probably get off this podcast and go do something else because maybe that is that deep but if you're a perfectionist like me it's not that deep okay i'm gonna actually go now because that probably didn't make any sense maybe it did if you speak kaylee maybe it did but um anyway thank you so much for watching i appreciate you and i'll see you next time